Blog Talk Radio. Alafia, welcome, welcome, welcome to our resurgence, our resurrection of Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. We are excited to be here this evening, and we were praying on those few minutes because what a blessing, what a blessing. For those of you that don't know, our beloved Queen Mother for real, Darlene Dawson, has ascended the earth realm and now watches over us as one of our archangels. We have goosebumps sitting out here looking over the field of Ogun even thinking about the blessing that she is to her husband who remains here and is figuring out those those switches and all of those various things that make this happen technically. So we're excited, and we thank you, Mr. Ken, for your diligence and your dedication to bring us out on uh, the radio, the blog talk radio. Once again, we know that we will have to 
assist you along with recognizing the phone numbers there. Normally at the beginning of our show, we do uh, go into the Oracle, and I believe that's a 678 number if you're looking, so uh, that uh, our beloved Apetebi, Ianifa, Ifa Shade, Bola Komolafe will grace us with this evening's reading from the Oracle. We hope that uh, you can unmute that line and uh, and that Ifa Shade will give us our, our uh, Oracle reading for this evening. And while we're waiting, because I know that he There's no other calls. Okay, then. Well, she's not here for us then. Did you want to just say us what I was going to next while we were waiting for her to come in? She did call early and say she would be with us. Uh, Just say a few words to us, uh, sir, on um, stepping into the pilot seat, so to speak, Uh, for Queen Mother Blog Radio. All right. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, oh, how wonderful. How wonderful we are here. Don't you know that the Queen Mother is smiling all over the heavens this evening? How are you today, Yeah. I'm doing my best, thank you. I'm doing my best, thank you. Wonderful. Well, beloved, you know that I have bells literally on my toes to hear you know, because the oracle readings that you have given us are always so on target. So I'm listening and and hoping that others uh, from Buffalo, Atlanta, all over are joining us to hear the message that we have from the oracle this evening as we pick up and continue on. Okay. Um, We have the card prayers. And it goes like, um, you are being heard. Your guides and angels are acknowledging your prayers, thoughts, and communications with them. This is their way of affirming to you that your messages your messages are getting through to them loud and clear. It is easy to feel as though you're not being heard at times, mainly because the communication feels as though it's one way. This is exactly why the prayers card has come to you today. Every time you pray or talk to your guides the angel, and angels, you are opening up a direct line of communication with them. Although they may not answer you in the form of words, they are sending you energetic and intuitive replies. Take time after your prayers to sit quietly. Fill your own energy and the energy within your room. You will start to find that you are becoming more sensitive to their presence. You may also start to tune in to the divine messages they have for you. If you have not been speaking to your guides and angels, then this card has come to you to encourage you to do so. Relationships take effort on both sides, and and they are wanting to build their relationship with you. Talking with spirit is a powerful way to feel supported, connected, and cared for, especially when we feel alone in our physical world. Usually when this card appears, it is because you are much more able than most to hear the messages of spirit. Prayer is a powerful building block in strengthening your intuitive gifts. Begin looking for replies and answers to your prayers in your everyday world as well. Spirit is reaching out to communicate back to you now. And that's the prayer card. 
Mm-hmm. You know that we've received that car before, and of course, you and I are a testament, truly, to to the message that we just received, and just in so many ways that spreads out. You know, as as the Ia um, did make her ascension, we were praying. Praying, praying, you know, for the family and and the community uh, of priests and activists and uh, workers in the communities all nationwide, really, that the year and all of her programs, not just this one, has touched. And then certainly around Mother's Day, we were trying to do this relaunch and faithful as her husband is now, here we are. So, of course, we say prayers are answered continually. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that, Ia. We You're have so been having a, fun, a wonderful time down here at the Odun Ashun, uh, the the village. At this moment, there's one tour that's just come around uh, to Ogun. But other than that, it's very quiet. And the reason being is because the whole crowd of worshipers are down at the river, of course, where uh, the Bembe of Ashun has gone on this evening. And, of course, uh, our special guest with the evening, His Royal Majesty Adefumi II is expected to join us hopefully between the 8 and 9 o'clock hour uh, and uh, when things he can, the Abba can pull aside a little bit from what's going on down there. But it's been just really a wonderful, wonderful um, celebration. We had an opportunity to parade yesterday with, oh, I don't know, it must have been about 11 or 12 Obirin, and, and we had a line singing this wonderful song, moving about to all of the people in the village with this big tray of honey. And, and everyone was just asked to dip in there and put a taste of honey for the sweet things of life on their tongue. And what a great energy that was. I thought, well, my goodness, what if we could do that just, you know, in our communities, move about like that and, and, and give, give folks that reminder that, you know, a little dab of honey will do you to, to maybe speak a little sweeter and, you know, receive things in a little bit more ease and harmony as we move through this um, truly, truly, truly transitional time on the planet. So I know that you have something uh, coming up on Atlanta and in Atlanta an affair. I don't know that you want to speak on it here, but you're welcome. I'm I'm, I'm opening that to you because we didn't get a chance for me to say, well, Ian, do you want to speak about your affair coming up in Atlanta or would you rather wait until closer to the date? I'd rather wait. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Understandable, and so I know um, uh, Brother Ken, as he sees the numbers, will unmute them because we have um, a series of folks, we hope, uh, particularly from Buffalo, that um, are planning a pilgrimage to Oyotenji. And it was said after their Juneteenth um, festival, which is a huge thing that goes on in Buffalo worry, every June. Oh, I thank you. And um, we want to talk a little bit about that. And, uh, of course, we're now moving into the season of ancestral celebration. And here in Oyotunji, that's always kicked off on Memorial Day weekend. 
the same weekend as the Gullah Festival. I'm sure many, many people have heard about the Gullah Festival. Um, our drummers and the Agungun Society, the Ancestral Society of Priests, always open that festival on Friday morning, and then we have busloads pretty much all that weekend. This is our longest festival that goes on in Oyotunji. It goes on uh, for two all, two weeks, uh, the two weekends, Memorial Day weekend, and then the following weekend. And uh, speaking with the uh, Alagba, the head of that society, we hear that there will be um, an extraordinary number, which is always good for us to hear, that are, are going to pass uh, through. Uh, for the celebration of ancestors. We know, of course, out there in America, Memorial Day weekend, you know, sort of like the 4th of July usually falls into family get-togethers and barbecues and so on. If you've never been to Oyotunji, number one, or never participated in a traditional African parade, the masquerade, which is known as Agungun. They say that the smoke is the glory of a big fire, and the glory of Agungun is a big cloth. My goodness, day after day after day, we have parades uh, beginning with the national ancestors and then going into the royal ancestors. And then uh, each of the Babas and the Yeyes and the chiefs will all parade their ancestors, and we will have a wonderful, wonderful feast. It's a really unique thing just sitting right here in the car for Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. We could have, um, you know, anyone come up, and we did. And we are so happy to have the Erelu of our Boni Society, Chief Makinde, uh, who is here. Chief, welcome, welcome. I say we haven't had any of our Buffalo soldiers come in yet, but Hopefully they will call in. We're going to ask the ear just to enlighten us because I tried to say, and I said it almost a month and a half that I wound up being in Buffalo, how extraordinary it is to be here that literally most of the residents of Oyotunji now are Buffalo soldiers. Yes. Yes, isn't that amazing? And like in, 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 in what, 46 years you yes. all came in, and you still hear Ia speak to that for us for a minute. Well, uh, uh, we came here. We were trained in Buffalo, New York. It is our Ia Yalode Ajijaye Ibarara, who was our educator, and Mr. Malcolm Erna. Uh They uh, were the ones that went before us and put together the African Cultural Center and a uh, fashion boutique. And myself, we were drawn in because they needed models, and so we began modeling. We had no idea about the entire great history, tradition, and culture. And so it was a process of education. And so uh, Buffalo uh, is 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 a big part of the Underground Railroad. Bethel Amy Church has the flower. And so uh, it is very special. The specialty of it closely is the springs that run underneath Mm. the city Mm. and the closeness to the power of the falls, Niagara Falls in particular, 15 minutes from the Peace Bridge. And so we were fortunate to be educated into our culture. And so we were able to learn before we came to the village how to work together and how to... uh, 
perform and uh, be excellent about our culture. And so that is one of the things that has kept us going. Mm-hmm. And really been the fortress here. It is amazing. You know, uh, this time when we went, we've only been to um, that area once before two years ago when our uncle ascended the earth, and he lived in Getzville. So we really didn't get what you just said until this particular time when his son joined the ancestors. We were more in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And truly, indeed, if yes. you said that, I got goosebumps yes. because I was led. Uh, one of our dear brothers there in Buffalo, Kamal, uh, he, he said, well, let me just say, I was trying to take the ashes, a little bit of the ashes to some water, and he took me right to a waterfall like right off the edge of the city and so then so some of those ashes went out there but here is a true statement you know as we consider your work here and Ioni Shango, Oshadele, uh, Chief Olaitan we had a chance to be interviewed on WUFO and that radio station is just going full throttle and uh, so many of the parts of exactly what you're saying, the uh, Colored Musicians mm-hmm. uh, Club, so many parts of it, you know, they they might not know, as, as many people in America do. You never really know what you're sitting on, you know, until that history is revealed. We did the uh, African Consciousness Workshop at the Meriwether Library there and a number of people who have been in that energy and can even speak about the organization that you, yeah. that you spoke of, yeah. that the LO they started, that they had memories of it. And here we are because that working together piece is, of course, what we try to bring in this show every week to say, you know, this is the time. This is the time now. Okay. Yeah, this is the time. You, you know, the time of the lone wolf is over. If we're going to go forward now, it is yeah, going to be because yeah, it's going to be because we have learned something about what to do and what not to do on that train of trying to get somewhere together. And we truly, 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 for the sake of our children and children all across the planet, want to say that that's our mission. Yeah, that's our mission is to try to see that we can work together to leave them something, even half of what was left. It's our obligation. It is our obligation. It is, and 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 our honor in the name of the ancestors. It is our honor to to treat all these returned ancestors as we were treated and a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so how have you enjoyed this Ashun Festival? I began by saying how rich that was for us to sing and move with the honey through the town. That's one of my highlights now. I look forward to that yeah. kickoff where they come through with the Oyin yeah. song. Yes. <coughs> it's uplifting and energizing. Mm-hmm. Very energizing. Very energizing. They were all, it was very beautiful. The river, they say, was just like... Magnificent Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we know the Abba will be all this week. Look for it. The Abba has a six number. Well, let's get it. That's a Buffalo number. Let's get it. I know they heard the ear speaking. Good evening, and welcome to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. Who are we speaking with? Uh, Good evening. I guess you're speaking with me. My name is uh, Queen Harima, and um, I just saw number. Uh, I saw the event uh, posted on Facebook through Mrs. Jones, so it looked like something I wanted to listen to and be a part of, so peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Welcome, Ekabo. 
We welcome you. We were, we were here speaking with the Chief Makinde, uh, priest of Shango, and uh, again, as uh, she told the story, we're not sure if you were on to hear some of the origin, in fact, of uh, the Buffalo Soldiers many, many years ago, some four decades ago now, that uh, did indeed come down to Oyotunji from Buffalo, and and as a lot of people did here from, from different cities, you know, the Ajamu clan, Chicago, a lot of people, um, it's kind of extraordinary, really, when you think about it, you know what I mean, and we didn't have all the texting and the cell phones and all like that, but some were, and I remember, give thanks for um, living here in the women's house with that ear for a little while that she could really say, you know, how she kept hearing little tidbits about this man in Detroit that was going down the starting village, and that kind of fueled her to say what y'all were doing in yes. Buffalo was on point. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was the first occasion? Was that um, Baba Wallawa that came and spoke to y'all from yes. all your country? We wrote to uh, once the Ebony Magazine came out, we knew where they were. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Lord, they uh, wrote to them. And the king responded, and he says uh, uh, he's going to send us his best. And it's ironically, Babalosho Wolowo was looking for his father, uh-huh. who was said to be in that area. Mm-hmm. So he was eager to take the task, and he came up. Uh, he, I think we brought him three or four times. Mm-hmm. One time he brought his son, Mocha. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, it was a wonderful thing. Yeah, a Juneteenth parade we did. And uh, so we began our, 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 our real hands-on studies at that point mm-hmm. and got our readings, got different people, got Eleke or Risha, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so uh, then we began to be trained, mm-hmm. you know, to be Chiefs wise when we came. I shared. And so then um we did a lot of community events. That was key. We didn't hide our culture. We I did share. dare to put on our clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh uh yes we were threatened with guns but it didn't deter us. And so uh that is the the, the strength that binds us. Mm-hmm. You know, we fought to get this. Mhm. Yes, and and indeed, and we have a little DVD over there on the table, and we said a little piece of that, you know, that uh, for the young people, we applauded them for coming to the Meriwether Library and continuing on with these gatherings, and they're very much, we're hoping that some of the members of the UNIA will come and see us, very much a red, black, and green kind of movement, and as we look uh, at the promotions that are coming forward for the Juneteenth celebration, which we rode by the park while I was up there. Big, big, big park where they have it now. And uh, this particular group, the UNIA 433, is very much looking forward to what we did, in, I believe, in Milwaukee and mm-hmm. Texas, other places where we just go mm-hmm. and create an African village in the, in the whole site. So they have some pretty big plans for their Juneteenth celebration. And as we mentioned, uh, we're looking forward to a group. They think one or two bus loads. And if we have any other uh, Buffalo listeners, we encourage you to um, – 
get in touch with Brother Lion Blyden, who is coordinating that bus trip down to Oyotunji for the 4th of July weekend. This is a dynamic time. You know, there's a lot going by on Facebook and different events, and we say, oh, well, we can't go to them all. But let me just say, if it escapes you that our Pan-African Grassroots Assembly is also on the weekend of Odun Orumala, Ifa, for the Yoruba people, don't skip that part. Because right through here, of course, we want to have our steps ordered on our destiny. We want to be moving in alignment because that's what's going to make the difference. You see what what our world politics, our, our country's politics are, and we have to take a stand somewhere. And as we said earlier, it just won't do to do it by yourself because you can't get as far by yourself as you can with another group of people. It is exciting uh, to 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 know that as we are moving in this time that we have strong, strong, strong. I know um, this year was in the society, the National uh, Women's Society, Egbe Moremi here. When I came in, uh, all all of the years, the Archidale and uh, the Elodi. Eventually, she retired here and is laying right there uh, on on the Yamaja compound. Uh, that you know. There, people say, well, how are we going to do it? Well, culture is key. I think you and I both said that twice. It really is. And a number of times, you know, when different people come by my path and, and this and that and the other, and sometimes, particularly when they're not people of color, yes. you know, I do point that out, <laughs> that thank goodness we have a culture because our culture governs our codes of conduct. Certain things we're not going to get into because we have a culture, and this is how important it is. How do we do things? You know, uh, back, of course, when we were younger, then it was as simple as older people telling us, mind your manners, mm-hmm. you know, and you had uh, mind your P's and Q's, they would say. And, 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 and that P for protocols, we have learned so much through this culture about, you know, how to be gracious, how to dig up the integrity that we all were born with, mm-hmm. but to really bring that forward in our relationships, whether it's a business relationship or a friendship. And this comes down to our children. I'm excited to see the young people that we have yeah. back here now all Mandoro and Adeshina, different ones. Even um, good story to tell for this um, this show this evening. Abike, mm-hmm. yesterday, who you know she came and you know kind of the light blue sundress and everything. And so before the bembe starts, she came right over here to this car. She said, "Yeah." something I can put on, you know, and that made me just feel so good, and I gave her a a booba that I was very sentimental about, I was, you know, nice nice little white one, but I I, I was like, okay, but it's been with me long enough that I can, you know, give it in the giveaway, and then the lava actually, which I'm wearing now, I said, you're going to have to give that back, that was a gift, (laughs) and so, you know, when she came back, I I was sitting up, but it was dark, all around when we were talking over there, we were loaded. And she came back with that all folded up nice to me and handed it back. She said, yeah, I just want to let you know I think about you. And I really appreciate you being here for that, you know. And that's one that, you know, really she's not directly. It's Egbe, you know. But but the the, the strike part of it is that she came up, of course, you know, through the compound of Chupac and Toby a little bit, but not really like the children born in our village. And yet and still our 
culture always really, really goes on because that young lady is probably 17, 18 now. Yeah, when when, when we first came to meet her, she was a little, yeah, she was young, maybe about 9 or 10. So we say that to say that, you know, it's a treasure. It's it's, our culture, you know, the Abba says it all the time, the chief magistrate of one's destiny. And as we look around the world now of what we value, what's important, I, I put my culture first. My culture helps me with the 11 grandchildren, the children where if you live long enough, you have a family down there, and there has to be a little order. <laughs> there has to be a little order in the way that we speak and treat one another. And, again, uh, culture, deference to elders, just the way that we, uh, you know, hold that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we, um, we, we are thankful. We're going to ask the daughter who came in from Buffalo if you can give us some of the highlights perhaps on the Juneteenth uh, festival that's happening this year. Um, are you speaking with me? I, I am speaking to you, beloved. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know whether I was the only per- uh, person on from Buffalo or who, you know. Um, well, you hmm? no, I was going to say Mr. Kenner let us know when another 716 number comes in. So right now I think you are that representative. Are you involved in the planning committee for the um, Juneteenth? Okay, okay. Um, well, kind uh yes, a little bit, um, even though it, it feels like um, significant. Um, I've been a part of the Juneteenth committee for about, oh, wow, long time now. I would say mm-hmm. more than 50 years. Um, I was the chairperson of the book sharing committee. Um, I have just returned um, to being uh, the chairperson on the book sharing committee, and that's where we give away over uh, 3,000 books for free um, to the wow. community. We bring yeah. books, um, and that's because it's kind of a communal thing, too. People can bring books, and we cycle them back out. Some of the greatest uh, African books, believe it or not, I've gotten was from the book sharing. Um, mm-hmm. And also books out. And sometimes those books aren't necessarily the best of books, but, you know, it's just to promote literacy in the community. Um, also, mm-hmm. in the tradition of the Sankofa Day that's organized by Ross Jomo, and um, those wonderful hands who are part of the Juneteenth Committee, that's always the seven days leading up to the Juneteenth Festival, and I'm sure he'll be publishing a schedule if it's not already out on everything he does uh, for each day. He has a poetry night. He has a United African Night where uh, first-generation Africans from the continent come out and kind of do a report out on what's going on and how we can continue to connect our experiences as Africans here in America and Africans across the globe. Um, He also has kind of like a um, social night with food and music and things like that. Um, He has a lecture. He has all kinds of wonderful things. Um, They just yesterday, which I missed, was the Harlem night. Um, It was like like a commemoration of the Little Harlem um, for those who remember and uh, people, you know, dress up from that era and come and enjoy. And it's also a um, like a fundraiser as well. They still do what I believe is called the Juneteenth Run for Life, 
Uh, Sister uh, Mama Taliba, she still does the, and that will be taking place this uh, time during Juneteenth as well. Some things don't happen at the uh, at the uh, uh, festival. Some things happen the week before, a week after, and that's the Ma'afa commemoration that happens at the water at the foot of ferry where we give respect and thanks to the ancestors. It's a really powerful, powerful thing. Um, and I mm-hmm. love it. Um, of mm-hmm. course, there's vendors, there's a Juneteenth parade, there's the arts and culture stage. I mean, you name it, it's there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so definitely please come out and it will be the weekend of June 19th. Let me peek at my calendar. Yeah, June 18th and 19th is the actual festival. But then remember Sankofa days before, seven days before, and then afterward is the Ma'afa commemoration. So, you know, just be, uh, be stay posted. They also, I believe, have a website, which I hardly get to see, but and uh, Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. That's a lot going on, and I, I believe uh, it's uh, Brother Bill. Okay, all right. And so uh, welcome them in. We don't want anyone to be on hold. Good evening, and welcome to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. May we ask who is joining us? All right. Well, we do want to say for yourself and all the other listeners, if there is a particular moment that you would like to speak, if you'll press 1 on your phone, then Mr. Ken will know that you want to speak with us live on the radio. We were saying that as you were speaking about the books, I thought about Brother Kamal. you got to go hit him up. That brother got like 5,000 books. He is, I thought I was the book collector, but Brother Kamal really has an extraordinary collection of books, and I'm sure he's thinking to donate some of them. But, yes, um, we had hoped that we would be able to return to Buffalo, particularly uh, Brother Bill had spoken to us about those Sankofa nights at least, and as it turns out, I'm not going to spoil uh, His Majesty's uh, announcement later in the show, but we do have a very auspicious event going on here that same weekend, so um, I know where destiny will have me. There's, uh, you know, there's not even a question with that, but um, we wish you a lot of success, and the uh, little Harlem night just sounds fabulous. Did, were you able to get pictures? Are there pictures of that up on Facebook? I'd love to see it. Um, I have seen some. I didn't get to go, but I did see a few pictures so far um, posted mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, I can't remember who, but it was somebody's personal um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And does Juneteenth have an event page? Does the event itself have a Facebook event page? Yes, they do, and that's okay. and so thinking that probably I would give it until uh, Monday, Tuesday, and mm-hmm. then we will start seeing postings and things like that from the June. Right. Uh, right. Uh, I saw our uh, sister goodness, who we're hoping is going to bless us with her presence this evening. Uh, she had just sent out a picture, and she was looking all spry out there with a the beautiful uh, umbrella and a wonderful little black dress. 
And I didn't know, but maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe it was a picture of her at the uh, Little Harlem night. Yes, yes. She's, to me, she's uh, definitely a leader in our community. I love goodness. She's a really wonderful spirit. I'm saying, you know what, you are, you know, and again, maybe I guess to know the people that were mentioning the Chief McKinley that was on the line and then who was Sister Goodness and uh, Patricia Elliott who just ran for the school board and um, the the wonderful sister that owns uh, WUFO, there is no shortage of stout black women in Buffalo. I was so amazed. It's like the the more I met, the more I could meet um, the mothers there, um, uh, Ilaria Albay and his sister, and just amazing, 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 as the uh, chief was saying earlier about those streams and, and the connection energetically to the Underground Railroad. And we, amazingly enough, when we came in there, um, for the cousin's passing, the, the friend took us to Niagara Falls. And I'm, you know, from Jamaica, Queens, but I hadn't ever been to Niagara Falls. And that was so, so, so powerful to just really even take in the waters between us and Canada. It was kind of amazing. And, uh, and you know, the spoken word artist, Brother Kamal, is a, a fabulous historian and also he's the best tour guide because he knows where in Buffalo lies the history and and also just some unique um, gifts that um, various community activists in Buffalo have. We went over to Brother Heron's place, um, Sewing Souls, I think is the name of it. Had a wonderful campfire there one night and a really, really good talk. We're speaking about it not just because we want to share stories, but because, you know, we're encouraging. We are encouraging as families and neighbors um, and even people who just met um, to really try to figure out how do we times where we we were kindred. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but it is why we are the kindred of San Goma and why we are doing a festival in the fall for Tribes for Peace. To, to finally uh, just, we know everybody's not going to make it, as precise science says, but for those of us who understand that we would love to be a part of the creation or the co-creation or the recreation of our global village, of our tribal village, that our children may go strong and live long here on the earth. Um, yeah, it's something to shoot for. It's a mission I wake up to every day. And... Uh, so that 843 number, Mr. Ken, is it still there? Of course, we'd love to talk, but we also like to hear others who join us to talk. The 843 number is still there. I will try to cue her in, okay? Okay. Well, it might be that, you know, they're not ready to speak. That's fine. We will um, say we were trying to do it in order oh, because there are... Okay, Alafia, welcome to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. This is an 843 number, not far from us. We're in 843 over here in Sheldon, South Carolina, sitting uh, across from the Ogun Temple. Oh, okay, Alafia, Alafia. 
Alavia, Alavia. And who are who are we speaking with? This is uh 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 her grace Omar Larissa uh Olufemi from Florence. Really? Welcome, welcome. We are so pleased to have you join us, sir. Yes, and, and, and say, where in South Carolina are you? Um, Florence. Florence. I didn't know 843 went up that way. Oh, indeed. I haven't gotten to Florence much. And we're here at the Arshun Festival this weekend. Have you been to Oyotunji? Uh yes, ma'am. Um, it's been a minute since I've been back. I'm, I'm trying to get mm. back. Yes, ma'am. Mhm, mhm. You should, you should, and see, look how the ancestors set that up. Well, you just keep listening, um, because the Abba's out there as they finish up the Bembe for Ashun at the river. But uh, His Majesty has promised to call in, and you would want to hear the announcement. It will bring you to Oyutunji, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to me and, and, and maybe some of the listeners and because we do this show and love to replay the program uh, from the archives, um, we were 12 <laughs> when we came into the presence of the first king, the first traditional African Yoruba king of North America. And that's quite a long story. And DVDs uh, move about uh, uh, Eastern poetry to tell the story of how that happened to a man born, Walter Eugene King, in Black Bottom, Detroit. I'm sure if you've been here at all, you probably had the tour and know the story we're telling. But I do say since I was 12 and, you know, that particular Arba, I hadn't even really been crowned by his people yet or gone to Nigeria when I met him at 12. And the history here uh, to come almost 50 years almost 50 years, and there have been many, many intentional communities of color. Some are still with us and some aren't. And um, I don't know, what was your impression? I was going to say to you, have you been here since, uh, well, it was an occasion of a lot of people when the uh, Oba went through the roof. And the more people than I had ever seen, and there were thousands of people here for uh, that final home going. But have were you here uh, since the new uh, All by His Son was coronated, sir? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of parts that uh, this young king, and, and what an interesting um uh, irony, I guess, if we were as we write the whole history, is that uh, you know it, it, we say it all the time. Uh, the first Abba, you know, had many people. Most people were younger than him. This Abba um, has the destiny to be a king amongst his elders, which I'm sure is not easy on any day. But uh, he's definitely, I think, taking it into the 21st century. I like to do a lot of stuff with nature here. So I notice where the Abba's place and the raised beds and the gardens and, you know, really moving into sustainable um, architecture and the way in which we build. Oh, you're 
disciples who have not been here um, was designed by uh, by Osirjman Adifumi the first to um, give the children of uh, those who were taken captive from the continent an idea if they never get on a plane, if they never touch the soil of Africa, one can journey and should to Sheldon, South Carolina, to um, what I, I don't even have words in that one to describe the village. The village is history, it's education, it's culture, it is all of that. But to say that we have a memory of men who literally stood on each other's shoulders as ladders down here in this low country of South Carolina where there are all kinds of crawlers and gators and a million things to deal with for, for black people coming out of the 60s just fed up and uh, and wanting to to return to the customs and traditions of their ancestors. Um, there there are so many. I would love to give tours because there are so many um, wonderful things that open the eyes and, I guess, the imagination and the memories and the souls of people who come and take tours here at Oyotinji every single day. Yeah, but so, seven months, Okay. Well, we thank you, Brother Ken. We thank you. And what? I'm gonna have to put uh, one uh, one of the callers in the uh, queue so he can come. All right. Mhm. We're learning, Brother Ken and I. We're learning about the blog dog. And I bet this is the part where Queen Mother is laughing at us, all right, that's and all the parts out. So, all right, uh, sir. Welcome, 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 Ekabo. Welcome to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. And which Buffalo Soldier has joined the call? Good evening. Hello. Hello. Peace and love. Peace and love. You're speaking with Sam Goldman. Who am I speaking with? This is Sister Goodness. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. We had another um, 716 young lady there, and she was telling us about the Little Harlem Nights, and I said, oh, you know, Goodness sent me this really, really awesome picture with the umbrella and everything. Maybe she was at that. Where were you at, girl? You were looking good. Well, actually, that was from the gala last year. I Uh wasn't able to attend this year. Excuse me, I'm not feeling too well this weekend, but I wasn't able to attend the um, the Little Harlem, the Harlem Nights um, Gala last night. But that was from the gala last year. I was with mm-hmm. my sister Queen, Mrs. Jones. We were uh, at the gala last year. Mm-hmm. Well, they must have had that vibe because as soon as the sister started telling us, she was giving us an update on, uh, you know, many of the things happening in the city and and is raising up toward the Juneteenth event. And uh, I know you've been having some, I'm not going to be talking. I want you, Sister Goodness, to be because we're on, you know, and you can tell me about all these wonderful things I'm seeing go by. Are those like performances or what you've been doing, what you're up to, what you're getting ready to do, Sister Queen? Well, actually, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Peace and love, everybody else that's on the line listening mm-hmm. and um, well, actually, some of those pictures are past performances that I did or uh-huh. 
He says, I performed um, a friend of mine. She's doing a school project on black women, and she picked me to do a project on. So I just happened to tag her in a couple of pictures she might want to use to go along with the actual interview that we did. Yeah. Uh, she yes. did an interview of me at the Apollo Theater, and uh, Kamile, Brother Kamile, was working the camera. Mm-hmm. So she said she was just putting the finishing touches on her project. But um, myself and So is her, is her project going to be available for us to see? You know I want to see it. Oh, yes, ma'am. She said she's going to give me a copy. So I would definitely put it out there for people to see or be able to make copies for people and send to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but myself and the young lady also, we're in the same play together. A cousin of mine mm-hmm. is uh, putting on her play, and it's called The Unexpected. And right. I, play, I, think that's uh, I play the detective uh, Pamela McNair. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a series of unexpected events. Um, a lot of the characters are intertwined, uh, be it if they're relatives or sister friends or cousins or best friends or kids, godmothers. So it's, uh, you know, she's promoting black women, you know, as far as um, one of the characters, one of the main characters is a a black lawyer, you know, has her own law firm and things like that. So it's a really awesome play. Awesome. And when is that open? It's going to be next Saturday, May 21st, and it's going to be at the Trout downtown in Buffalo. Right, that is what I saw. I'm a theater major, you know. I did a lot of theater. I just love it, love it, love it. Wish I could be there. Know that I'm not. It's uh, uh, my firstborn granddaughter's uh, graduation from high school next Friday night. So, yeah, wow, wow. Good luck with that. Break a leg. Yes. Thank you. And And I know you'll be there in spirit. I know you will. In spirit. You know that I will. I'll be handing you the flowers as the curtain drops. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited for you. And, and, you know, I just heard you mention, uh, excuse me, I just heard you mention Queen Mother for real. Uh, You know, mm -hmm. I just want to wish all the mothers on the line and, all the ancestors that went on before us that got us here, that made us mothers and grandmothers, I wanted to wish all you ladies a happy belated Mother's Day. Ashe, 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 Ashe. And I really felt it. You know, that was one time that I really missed the show. Of course, I've missed it since since we've been gone, but Mother's Day. And I, I was reaching out. I was trying to reach out to her daughter. I just felt like it would have been a great gift. But everything has its season, and that is such the, the journey to wisdom, to know that everything has its season. There is there's a divine design, and, you know, the quicker we figure out that we're not on the shore, List of God always to get asked how it should go. We should be patient. This is how we learn patience. But yes, um, if you haven't followed it, and I really didn't put too much out out there, um, Brother Ken, who is operating uh, Queen Mother for Real Blog Radio this evening, uh, Blog Talk Radio this evening for us. Um, you know, of course, had to take time. You know, with the family and all of the parts that go with uh, the ascension process and 
but he was firm. He was firm and, and, and shared with me as we spoke uh, earlier in the week. He said, you know, Darlene would always tell me, right, you better watch what I'm doing. I ain't going to always be here. And I say that. I say that all the time to my children. <laughs> I say, all right, you better watch what I'm doing now. And, and we never know. But God knows. And so, as we said earlier in the program, uh, before you came on, I am so sure that she is just smiling from the heavens and, and, and laughing probably. Yeah, laughing and, 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 and so blessed, blessed beyond measure. You know how much she loved your poetry. Blessed and beyond I, measure uh, that you are here with us, Sister Goodness. She really did. She just it's floated her on up to God. She loved it. I could feel it in her. She just loved it. Like she loved the song. Uh, Brother Ken hadn't figured out how to get our little song, our giving back song. But we'll figure it out because bit by bit, <laughs> bit by bit, Brother Ken and I are journeying forward to pick up the baton, so to speak, and go forward and uh, mm -hmm, nearing to the uh, end of the program, we certainly want uh, Brother Ken to enlighten us always on some of the other shows that are on uh, Queen Mother for Real Blog Talk Radio because there's a, a whole family, really. We were saying how we all wanted to get on and have, like, at least, you know, some time on one of our shows as a memorial to just, you know, speak of the ear. And, and again, and it's a good thing because, you know, our, our culture says there are three funerals. Is the one where you release the, the physical, the body, and then have the one around this season. <laughs> that her show is coming back up that is on the 30th, anywhere between the 39th and the 41st day after her death. And then a year and a day later, we are ready oh, to parade at Goon Goon. And yes, and bring her spirit back and have a feast of everything favorite she loved to eat and have pictures and a whole altar with her, you know. So we can't wait for that. Oshanetti uh, is is uh, here with us as well, the Olori. But she's down at the river with the Alba. We are hoping that somewhere between the 8 and the 9 o'clock hour, probably closer to, to the end of the show, they will be calling and uh, joining us for the call to speak about the pilgrimage. And so how's that going? Is, yeah, are there any conversations still going? We have enough. Here it is, probably. And welcome to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. This is Sangoma, and who has joined the call there from Buffalo? Hello, I love you. Mm. Maybe someone else has to go in the queue, Brother Ken. I don't know. Oh, it was muted. Alafia, beloved, who we're speaking with? This is Sister Tashika. Alafia Tashika. Ekabo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My sister. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. I just want to say yeah. that I love you all very, very much. Um, I haven't been on a call that long. I jumped on about 15 minutes ago, so hopefully I didn't mm -hmm. miss anything. Um, oh, wow. yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Wonderful, wonderful. We've spoke about a, quite a few things, the Queen Mother for Real and Juneteenth. We had another um, young lady, and I, I, her name escapes me, that was on at the very early part of the show, and she gave us an update on a lot of the uh, things that will be going on the week before and as Juneteenth comes up. And um, I was just about to... 
move over to which Brother Lyon is supposed to join us. Uh, Some of the members, we hope, of the UNIA will be joining us to speak about the pilgrimage. And so I was asking you, Tashik, have you had heard, or Sister Goodness, have you all had heard any discussions moving forward with uh, some soldiers coming from Buffalo to uh, Oyotunji? Not as of yet. I haven't heard anything, but I was definitely, you know, wondering what was going on, if we had any plans in motion, because I am definitely there. Right, right. And so I know that Nina's phone situation might might be somewhat challenged, but the last I spoke to, and I did speak to her just a couple of days ago, she and uh, Brother Lyon were, uh, you know, doing the digital part, making it happen then on the computer of the um, – all the parts, the logistics, so to speak, of the of the bus trip, and uh, and that sounded great. Um, I guess that's what'll happen. Probably is that we will see it as a an event page, or, and uh, it'll go forward. But yep, I miss Buffalo a little bit. I've been so busy since I left. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Truly, and indeed, Buffalo missed you too, Sister Tango. Yes, Queen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I really do. I, I was saying to the Chief McKinday, uh, one of our Buffalo soldiers here that was with us at the beginning of the show, and she gave a little bit of the history. Uh, you daughters missed it, but she did. She gave a little bit of the history of, you know, how culture was born for them, from them, you know, right there with the Yoruba um, association that they had. And, uh, you know, boy, you, you're talking history there. That was back in the 60s. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yep, as circles go around, as circles go around. But it's been a busy time. I want to say a little bit about the, um, uh, we we said Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day. Just uh, Sister Goodness put that out there. Just And we do want to say that because we were thinking of all of our sisters and mothers uh, on Mother's Day. Um, we had, and that's what I was going to speak of, on that weekend, I was in Kentucky, and I want to share with you the stars, <laughs> some magical things that happened for that um, wonderful weekend. It wasn't a lot of women. It was maybe the most seven or eight of us at one point, but more of a core group of like four and five. It was awesome. We had deers. We walked the labyrinth. That that week and that Saturday was International Labyrinth Day. And uh, my teepee maker friend, Joan, uh, had taken a pushamora and just because she had the land to do it, why not? Out in Kentucky, it's just opening cows. And so she she created like a seven-tier labyrinth. That was awesome. Owls did it. It was, it, no, no, it was a shooting star. Like, I, I we looked at each other because I didn't have the camera. It was pitch black dark in the middle of Kentucky. You ain't got no light except the stars. And uh, But it was amazing. I said, who would believe it? Look at all of the magic. We had fireflies. It was just mm-hmm. otherworldly. Yep, it was. And I brought all of you in. I did. I brought every woman that I've circled with and, and, and had communion with, every queen that I passed through, because that was an amazing five weeks to be sitting here in Oyotunji, you know, looking across at Ogun. Boy, I look back on that visit to Buffalo, and it stands out. You know, it's topping the charts there. <laughs> uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, 
speaking about the event, no, I haven't heard anything about it recently myself either. But is that the trip you're talking about uh, in September, correct? No, two different things. Two different things. See, and I tried okay. to start it in order because there's so many on the calendar. The one we're talking about now is Fourth of July weekend, and preferably when the Abba comes on, he'll speak a little bit more about it. The Pan African mm-hmm. Grassroots Assembly. Uh, okay. And and this is about our fourth or fifth year doing it. There it is on YouTube. I, I was I've been to all of them, and I guess you know, like in the first year to see um, people who had marched in civil rights, and it, it was just an interesting cross section of people who, at the heart, always want to move black people forward. Period. <laughs> End of state. And um, and it was that kind of a fear, uh, you know, that we put out there the first year. Dr. Umar Johnson was, you know, the big keynote speaker. One year we had Muda Baruka. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. His poetry. And sister goodness, you would just say you would still be sitting here like, but that is also, if you, I think, I'm pretty sure that video of some of the poetry that uh, Muda did, yes, is on YouTube for the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly. And so like okay. that, you know, like um, we, and then uh, Kiti Awadu of um, Living in Black Radio. Oh, my goodness, uh, the fire pit that I was sitting right in front of me out here in this field. I had the privilege and the honor of riding him into Buford to Lowe's. He's one of those activists, don't you love? Him among our people that doesn't talk about doing anything, he just steps right into doing it, and that was mm. so powerful for me. The experience of man who just came in the gate and paid his way and didn't want anything special. Met the king, yes, he did, but he was like, "Who can ride me to Lowe's?" And he banged out all of like the wood and the, all these stones and all of this part, and came back and he did it. And the man helped. And we have precise science here. Oh my goodness, do you know precise science, goodness? No, ma'am. Okay, you should check it out. Yeah, Tubman City out of Baltimore. um, Precise science. Yeah, that sounds nice. Well, now, the affair that you're coming to, we we hope and pray in our earnest to have precise science, but we know that we do have their DJ, DJ Floyd, who brings the party, okay? He just... He he knows the energy. He knows different times. I just, you know, I used to do that. I used to DJ. So when I come across someone who can really move a good time for people, I'm like, wow, (laughs) you're gifted, you know. So he's going to be with us. The the second affair that you were talking about is Four Tribes for Peace. And that festival, yep, has just hit its launch. And last I checked today there, I don't know, like it hasn't been up, I don't think, three or four days. And we have like, 160 people or something interested and um, some people who have committed to going and of course we have a lot of people working on the ground level um, I'm so thankful to that to to my various tribes and all the various parts of the woods and mountains that, that we go and we teach in to have them say well of course Sangoma you've always you know for 25 years or more I've been teaching in the woods so that's a lot of young people that know how to do a lot of things and create um, a simpler life you know and and I said that just recently about mm, I don't know 
four nights ago before I came to this, and even before I got home completely. Um, and it was like God put me on a timeout. <laughs> I was leaving from my Webtex house at the bottom of Cold Mountain in Waynesville, thinking I was just going to hit 26 and, you know, go on home because I needed to go home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so I had to stop and see David Hoffman, who is extraordinary. You've seen his work on my website. Uh, literally, this is a man that life has hurt, has bruised very badly, very badly. And and he, so he is one who would go into the woods and say, I can live here <laughs> and not have the complications of the other part. I can live here, my guitar, my dog, and these woods. Mm-hmm. And he builds literally into trees rooms and functioning fireplace kitchen you can cook and if couches <laughs> and he does that out of recycled recycled thing he's an amazing person so anyway we went there and and we didn't talk much we we just sat by the fire and were very quiet and were able to lay some of that that we carried for the five weeks there in buffalo to lay some of that back into the earth because it was, uh, you you know, you saw me. <laughs> I don't have to go into it. You and Tajika both. It was yes. then, Nina, all, all of you, all of you wonderful sisters. Uh, if I have not said it, please let me publicly say how much my ancestors absolutely, absolutely just opened their arms to you all for coming, you know, to the aid of their daughter. No question. Because... Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just good to have community, you know. It's not to say, you know, all of us try to do the best we can as we can, but it is also good to have sisterhood. It's why we created, and we'll put that out there, our Facebook page, which I haven't been to for a minute out here in the woods, but Sisterhood of um, Buffalo Soldiers. And uh, I say to anyone listening who is not in the 716, as I said earlier in the show, these, in fact, are some... Stout, the Fannie Lou Hamers of the world live in Buffalo. I'm convinced of it. I've been a lot of places, and you all, you all got, you know what I'm saying, queens with crowns on. You know, everybody there is not talking about doing something. Really, they're doing something. And I, I just so admire that. I so admire to go to a city where every sister I see, like I went to that, um, I forgot what that was, where they had the banquet. So it's not like the one with the roses. Let's see, like that. It's like you all have two or three events where women of color are honored. <laughs> you think that goes on in other cities in America? No, ma'am, it does not. <laughs> that brings tears to my eyes. That really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud, it is I'm, proud. A... I'm proud of all of us. Ashe, Ashe, because it's true, and I, I would want to say that out there. Um, you know, we travel a good bit, and of course, there are other things like that. I know my daughter likes to go to this phenomenal woman luncheon. And that happens in New Orleans, but um, a very mixed crowd, not just sisters, you know, to sisters having events like that to honor each other. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's like, you know, choir robe room or, or beauty parlor. That's like moving us along as to who we are in each other's lives as sisters. I'm just real proud of that, too. Goodness, I am. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, for sure. Yep, so um Tashika. Let me just say that. I love my sister. I love my sister Tashika. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you more, Queen. I do. <laughs> I say. Oh. I say. 
So we, we never did have our women's uh, retreat, and we should talk about that. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just putting it out there that uh, among the work crew moving toward Four Tribes for Peace, and this is on Cherokee's farms. Let me just say a little bit about that, sisters. Um, we thought, you know, because we pray about these things, we thought we were going to Camp Reggae, home of the Natty Lovejoys. Camp Reggae coming up on Memorial Day weekend. I'm telling you that. Is such an amazing event. Just sat down in Isabella, Tennessee. They carved this thing out that the stage is one side of their house, and then there's this amphitheater. It's amazing. And um, Yati and Marla, Yati and Marla, look them up. Natty Love Joys, N A T T I Love Joys. I'm going to put it out there because they do. They have an amazing event there. Can't break it and, and have had it for almost, I'm sure, two decades. And it's for days and nights of reggae music So they invite all the reggae bands they know They are a reggae band And all of them are awesome And it's it's just very nice That land historically sits in a ridge Where the Trail of Tears went through And also Harriet Tubman Trail It's just a powerful land I was just there So I thought Fort Drives for Peace was there We had it there and, um, you know, and, and they're moving. They do five events a year. They do uh, Camp Reggae twice a year, Labor Day and Memorial Day weekend. They do a New Year's. I think they do uh, Halloween now. They have a few. And so they just got to the point where they started opening it up because they now have showers and they've had a playground for the children with swings and stuff, and they have a cap and they can rent out. They have a lot of stuff since I was there last. I was, you know, it's been a minute. And uh, so they have a they have a, a good stout uh, venue fee, and and I thought mm, I, mm, I just I just kept seeking the face of God, and like my ancestors like, mm. and so finally it it dawned on my thick head uh, Cherokee Farms, which is where it's been the home of uh, River King Rendezvous, which I just came out of that goes on. A weekend, it's the week of Earth Day in April. It's the week of Earth Day, and that's an amazing event. Uh, just primitive skills, anything you even thought you wanted to know about how we could do it with our hands, people come there to teach to teach it. It is an amazing thing. And back when it's 31 or 2 years old now, so back when we started, like about 20-some years ago, they still had, um, uh, what is it, Mama Big Witch, uh, the Cherokee elders, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. You know, the baskets these people could weave and archery, making bows and arrows, um, cooking in the earth, um, certainly uh, blacksmith uh, tools, how you make tools, how you keep tubes sharp. I mean, uh, Lois is getting over. I've sat with a blacksmith and had all my knives and my tools sharpened, and what a difference that makes. So I'm going on, but it's uh, the Cherokee Farms. That is 200 acres that belongs to uh, this old, uh, and he he is old. He wouldn't mind me saying it. He's another Pisces, Smokey. Um, I I forget, but Smokey is a good guy. He has festivals of all different cultures and peoples there all year. So, in essence, he already does four tribes for peace because literally he has, you know, bluegrass people. He has punk rocking people. He has a Burning Man thing there. He's got the us, the earth, the you know, hippie earth skills people. He's got all different kinds. And uh, and so I called him up, and, and, and I said, Smokey, 
I said, I would look and see, do you have these dates over? <laughs> and so I told him, and he was beyond reasonable. He was like, what are you doing? He, I'm his little adopted black child. He was like, what are you doing? And so he has a stage and 200 acres that were the stockades that where they kept, like, like uh, Bory Island was for the Africans. This is where mm. they kept. Listen to me. <laughs> this is where they kept the Cherokees as they was forward and molded west on the Trail of Tears. Two hundred acres. He has caves there, and so you know my 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 great grandmother on my father's side. The my father left the earth on this particular time on fall equinox, and this is what the ancestors were speaking. I just tell them the story because maybe it needed to be in the archive of this radio show. This is the story. Maybe um, of course we'll tell it that night. We're going to parade our kungun at this particular thing, and so of course because uh, his mother's mother was the pure Cherokee in my family, and so there we are having this ancestral thing in the midst of. Uh, food, culture, we have all different vendors. Um, the Natty Lovejoys may come and do their Caribbean kitchen and honey. Mama Marla knows she can make some curried cabbage. And, oh, my goodness, I ate so well while I was up in Camp Reggae. And uh, my friend Nick, who's doing music for the mouth, he wants to have one of those buses like ice cream trucks where you do Stevie Wonder and, you know, what people want to eat, little Italian guy. He's funny. So it's a really uh, interesting mixture, and um, you know we're holding it out there for you and Sonny Patterson and Io, who is coming uh, on Saturday night to to give us some give us some thought, give us some thought matter. I'm excited about it, as you can tell. (laughs) I really really want to make that one. I really want to make that one. Mm -hmm. I really do. I want to come out there. I was going to get out there that I'm going to be on that farm from the 15th of September on. The festival doesn't start until the 22nd. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just saying in case, you know, sisters want to come early and hang out. This is far enough oh. off that people can ask for vacation and stuff. Right? Wow, that was beautiful. That would be beautiful because I showed you fun at it would be beautiful. I'm going to send pictures out to show you the sunsets in these mountains where I'm talking about in North Georgia. It's beautiful. It is. Yep. It'll be a good adventure. I want to make yep. that one. Yep. And it's a you know it's a good it's a good point because I don't think it's maybe it's unbalanced from Atlanta. You know you got Chattanooga, Knoxville. It's a it's a really nice location. Where mm. no one, yeah, no one's gonna drive, and and thus we, you know, in three days we have 160 people, uh, you know, already to the event page. But it's a nice drive, you know, to at most if you were coming from Asheville, it might be closer to three hours. But um, yeah, I'm excited about it. And uh, anyone that wants to know more about it or you want to, you know, send somebody to it, it has its own Facebook page, obviously, but also go ultimately, you know, how you participate, if you want to do work trade, if you want to vend, you know, the same thing more or less as Juneteenth. 
um, although not, <laughs> we were just, David and I were sitting in the mountain crafting out how we were going to make Baron, who, who teaches people how to take a piece of a tree and, and carve their bowls and their spoons and forks out of it. And the whittling, you know, we would call it in our country when, when old people sat on the porch and they whittled, you know. And so he built this the thing that we're going to turn into a wonderful tea house for the Asian section because, again, Four Tribes for Peace has our African section, our Asian section. Um, I guess it'll be like the Appalachian, those people whose thing this is, really, their skills, primitive skills, nature reconnection, North Carolina, Tennessee, they're all kind of big on that. Colorado, there's there's nature reconnection. And uh, the the family section, the children have their own storytelling hut. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, a little, a little tippet, a little tippet. I'll be quite honest with anyone. This is as I say to you all: never think it doesn't hit home that we we have faith. You know, we have faith uh, because uh, if you can think it, so you can be it. Isn't that true, girls? Crown on. Yes, ma'am. I shall. Yeah, that's true, right? I mean, at the at the end of the day, if we can think it, we can be it. If we can dream it, dream big. Crown on. Mm-hmm. I say get them. <laughs> get them. That's exactly what to say. So what do you have for us tonight? I think I'm hoping that there is 816 that the Abba is um, coming in on us and uh, maybe Lion Blyden, maybe. Uh, we certainly have put it out there for him to join us. Um, anything you want to share with us poetically, my friend? Uh, let me see. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking through my book. I'm looking through my mind. I'm looking through mm-hmm. anything I can think of to try to find something. Um, well, we don't want to give you any pressure. We can give you a moment because, Tashika, are you still with us? Mm, she might have disappeared. Well, it's you and I, Sister Goodness. Okay. Um, I just found something. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a poem that I created a couple years ago, and um, I just want to share it with you. I just found it. So I really kind of like this one. I really like Mm -hmm. it a whole lot. And um, it's called Go Figure. Mm. And so, I mean, I guess it relates to the day and times of what's going on now. I, I don't know, but that you, you, you know, I'll let you guys be the judge of it. Okay. And again, it's called Go Figure. Innocence is related to stupidity, their first cousins. Jealousy and envy are their mothers. Hatred is the grandmother of them all. Go figure. Jezebel and Harley were neighbors. Stayed on a block called promiscuity. Sorted by greed, the seed is insecurity. Go figure. Thieves and cheapskates hang out with other losers. They're also running buddies with women and child abusers. Go figure. Backstabbing and conniving, two best friends always on a mission. You can always find them working for underhanded politicians. Go figure. Lying and cheating are brothers. Unfaithful or deceiving, one of them are their father. Bigamy is the granddaddy of them all. Go figure. 
Wicked and evil got married, spawning children of the corn. Mis- misbehaving and mischievous, a set of twins. Then later, dishonesty was born. Go figure. Jesus, let me see here. Okay. Now, racism and freedom, no relation. All men are created equally. <laughs> well, sh- someone forgot to tell segregation. Go figure. Belligerent and disrespectful, they run the local corner store. In any town where you can purchase handguns, consensus crimes get ignored, like Florida. Go figure. Unity and liberty equals millions of people marching on. In the name of justice and for all others who share the same faith as Trayvon. Go figure. Mm. Morals and integrity, two bricklayers who built a strong wall of belief. Positive convinces negative to turn over a brand new leaf. Go figure. Innocence and naive were college roommates who shared a flat on Easy Street. Both became easily influenced by that no good door crack cocaine on a chase for that base like a track meet. Go figure. We were first introduced to the world as colored people, then later labeled as niggas by the grand poobah of them all. Three of the same letters, K. go figure. Get them. Get them. Girl, <laughs> you need to send me the words to that boo for real. I ain't going to put it out there and make no money. I'm going to just tell that. That's what I love. That's what I love about spoken word, when it just cut to the, cut to the bone. Cut to the, you know, fat me. Come on. Tell the true state of facts is what's here. You know, awesome. Girl, you need to be having that on YouTube or something so I could be sending it out. Really, I think that's your feature. That's your trailer, you know, just to feature you coming to the Four Tribes for Peace. Seriously. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, just, just just do that. And send it on, and we'll have it up on the website and in a minute. Because I, because Earth Mama, Earth Mama is our girl over there at the foot of Cold Mountain. She's on a beautiful property too, beautiful uh, bamboo forest that she has there. Oh my goodness, yeah, that is awesome. I'm just still, I'm just still sipping off of that. So much truth. I love every line of it. That's why I say I have to read it because it's like you. Did I send you the Starhawk work, Truth or Dare, that book? Mm. There's a... No, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to send it to you. Yes, ma'am, but that, that's that's featured in my book. It's one. It's in my book uh, that I have. It's called Naughty Tree, Nice and Naughty Poetry, uh, which is on Amazon, Kindle, and CreateSpace.com. But I'm going to... Yes, ma'am. Yes, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, put together a new book for uh, 2016 with a lot Ashe. of new poetry and some of my mm-hmm. old favorites. So that's Ashe. what I'm looking forward to doing. And yeah. hopefully with my sister's help, we can get some of these out here because a lot of people, a, a good friend of mine had told me years ago, maybe like in 2006, it was about 10 years ago, she said, you know, it's one thing for people to read your work, but it's another thing for them to hear you. Because it's, just a, it's a difference. It's and totally I don't know different. what kind of difference yeah. it is, but I thank y'all. And no, I it's totally it. different. Yes, yeah, like what people in church call the anointing. Seriously. 
You know what I'm saying? It's true. I used to do poetry. It's really true. And yet, and still, when I read even my own poetry or others, you know, like I love to read um, Cahill Gibran, uh, The Prophet. It, it, It moves something in me that isn't me. And I think that's what we're speaking of here is that it's an absolute difference between uh, logos and autos, you know, uh, uh, what we speak. It's uh, much more power that your spirit, your soul brings it, you know, because it lives in you. It was born in you, yeah. And so it's an awesome, awesome, awesome gift. But, yes, that's what we will have to set it up right then. I didn't know there was a book, and I want you to say where we can get the book again because, and say it slowly, all Sister Queens listening now and in the archives should really try to connect with Sister Goodness on this book, and let's put it out there because, you know, truth is at hand. Truth is at hand. Tell us yeah, where can we get it? Yes, ma'am. The name of the book is called Naughty Tree, which is a blend of nice and naughty poetry. And it's more nice than naughty, and it's written by goodness. And you can get it on uh, Kendall.com, Amazon.com, and CreateSpace.com. And like I, I said, I'm hoping to put out a whole other book of a lot of new poetry that I've created over the last three years or so, probably more. But, yes, I'm looking to put that out. So I really appreciate it. I really do. I say we appreciate you, beloved, and the wonderful gift that comes from the goddess through you. So appreciate that. At some point, I'm looking forward to it, you know. Maybe maybe the poet, I did three books of poetry Maybe the poet inside will return. I've been thinking about that. Gosh, what, what, yeah, what medicine we bring to the people. Oh, girl, let's, I should have a book coming out this year. I've been working on my book for a minute, but truly, it's the truth. I um, did a wonderful piece um, of a poem that I wrote. I wonder where that is. And then I sang... Um, what is that song, Billie Holiday? And I won this pageant. I won this pageant. The radio show was doing in Savannah. That was really kicks. But, yeah, so maybe, maybe something. That, but I like ceremony, you know. I'm, I'm already all over the sweat lodge and the moon lodge and the vision lodge, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all over that kind of stuff. So I hadn't thought about stage too much. That's what I said when I was doing theater in college. I said, mm, I'm having too much fun uh, backstage as the stage manager, you know. <laughs> I, I enjoy the actors getting out there and doing the hard work that they do, but I like the lighting. I like these parts, the sound, you know. So we'll see how it comes together. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward indeed to you coming to the North Georgia mountains because that is for a fact. Just just to gallivant with you if we can at any point would be, um, yeah, life-changing for sure, you know, because, um it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. I think often I said it to David when I got up there and I got really relaxed. I said, David, why can't, why don't other people, you know, in the city when they come to the woods, because I know some people that just would never even get up where he is. <laughs> and that's what I told him. I said, beloved, people I know would be like, mm-mm, where's the bee? Where are you going? <laughs> you know, you got to do what? Hang on to a tree? No. 
And so, but just to get there where it's simple, just simple, just the stars, and it's just simple. Oh. And you, yeah, you got a cup of coffee, you got everything you need, you know, so you warm, you know, and it's just simple. <laughs> There's no machines and no extra static or noise or nothing. And no, it's not for everybody. People are not going to go out there and live, but I wonder. You know why it's so magical for some of us that that like now sitting out here in an African village, just in my car, just chilling. When we get off this uh, wonderful show, we'll be returning to our evening between the great party. I'm sure that's coming back in here from the river in a moment, and our tent right down here on the compound, which we're gonna send pictures out on Facebook. We just were uh, rearranging because the ancestor festival, as we said earlier in the show, is coming up. Uh, Memorial Day weekend And it is definitely The African version of Memorial Day weekend There are amazing uh, Masquerades Cloths that move through the town um, uh, Representing The returned ancestors To all of the families That live here in the town And of course those chiefs or ears or babas prepare a feast and put the pictures out of their people, you know, really just show off your family because that is traditionally the African Memorial Day. That is what you do. And so we're looking forward to it. And, and of course, the Oludoye said, you who live here? We just, you better do something. <laughs> so we've been tending and uh, and moving about on our, our little campground here in Oyotunji. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So we've tried to touch on a, a couple of things, the, the Mother's Day and, and um, the Women's Weekend, and certainly, as we said, here in Oyotunji, uh, uh, the Ancestor Festival. But even before that, I think next week, and right after, after I do my granddaughter's uh, graduation, we actually are pouring a lodge in uh, Deerfield, North Carolina at an amazing gathering called the Connection Camp Out. And again, we speak these things because, no, you might not jump up and go now, but, you know, come a time. <laughs> we don't know. We don't think it's going to be a President Trump. But come time, you might want to know where the really, um, you know, cool people are just hanging out around the campfire, around the earth, sleeping good in the tent, and uh, and doing life on the simple level. It's a choice, you know. I go home to my house in, in, in Georgia every now and then, not so much anymore. But, you know, I understand it. I understand that life, too. Just go, 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 pay the bills, go, 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 pay the bills, go, go, go. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of people doing it, and then I see a lot of people that money comes to them as the chief Ajamu, sir. <laughs> He's in the heavens now, great elder of our community. And that's uh, a good story. I guess we have time to tell it. Yes, yeah, it's just coming on 830. Mm-hmm, good story. Uh, this was at Obatala Festival, and it was um, August. Uh, it's at the end of uh, August, and so... We were in the festival, and the chief, you know, from Chicago, he used to be an altar boy. He has a great story. Every priest here has a great story. And um, But, you know, if chief told you something, chief was born on Halloween, matter of fact. His mother's oh yeah, and he's a priest of Obatala. And so he had hazel eyes, bald head, you know. 
And and this from South Side of Chicago. If Chief was stopping you to tell you anything, your your smart smartness should tell you stop and listen. So anyway, the chief was getting. Uh, I think your guess is speaking. on. I think the guest had arrived. Oh, wonderful! Oh. That would be a three hundred five number, I think. Would you verify it for me, Brother Ken? Because, you know, we definitely would have to give as well. It's a 917 number. Um, I think you have to ask their name, beloved, if it's possible for you to do that. I'm not do that yet, but I will by next week. All right. Well, well, well let me do uh, I don't know that it's a 917 number, but Your Highness. <laughs> Tabby AC or uh, our, our, who's calling is what we're asking. This is Sangoma, and you've reached Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. I guess you know that since you pressed to come in. Hello? Maybe not. I think there's a little bit of delay. Each time that someone comes on, there is that little bit of a delay. Hey. And I'm just going to... Okay. Hello? Hello, hey, peace and love. How you doing? The peace and love, 917, Brother B. You know there's so many numbers in my phone. You would know you've been in my phone. How you doing, Brother B? I'm a, I'm okay. Can't complain. Excellent. How you feeling? Excellent. So are you coming to speak with us and give us an update on the, we have uh, Sister Goodness on the line, Tashika on the line. We had another sister from Buffalo on the line earlier, but I didn't, her name didn't stay with me. We've talked about a lot of things, Juneteenth and uh, the stoutness, the magical underwaters of Buffalo. We had the Chief McKinday here, who you did not get to meet uh, from Buffalo. And I think she's gone on out to the Bembe at the river. We're just sitting holding it down very quiet on this blog talk radio, sitting across from Ogun on the Ogun field. And, of course, you know, because if anything I would ask you, I would ask you to please share with us what was your impression of coming to Oyotinji. Hello, yeah, I'm here. Hello. Okay, yes. so tell us, we didn't hear you, you was on mute, huh? Yeah, because I have a speaker hooked up. I didn't want no feedback. Oh, well, can you share it? Okay, sure. Um, it was a great experience. Um, even, like, the, the trip going down, it was kind of like, um, like expecting, you know, great things. You know, it's like you're thinking about certain things. I would hope the um your experience, you know, that much better like like reading books or whatever. But my experience at the at the place was good, you know, seeing uh black people building uh buildings, um you know, different temples to the gods and seeing little kids running around talking about their um their daily activities, what they had to do. And you could just like question them and they they could spit it, you know, what they got to do. Um, it was cool to see, like, the um, the front of the the, the place because it's like a big wall, and it's like you got to go through this, you know, opening the gates, you know, 
and then you can see, you know, the, the um the can that you hit, you know, to make noises to like welcome, welcome the people. Right, the drum, the town drum. It's so funny that we're having this conversation because literally I think I'm here by myself and someone is honking at the gate. And you know my camp is all the way down here at the end, so if they're still there when I get there, well, wonderful. Yes, but the town drum, we were saying to you that, you know, like the center of town out there has uh, whatever, statues and clocks and all kinds of things. And here, functionally, an African uh, village traditionally, so that we can let all of the people in the town know the movements and what's happening in the village, we have a town drum. And, uh, yeah, so it's lots and lots of uh, parts to that trip, and uh, I never really got to ask you your impressions. Um, there were so few people here. I, I was the all guy in Texas then. It just all goes by in a blur now. Oh, no, there's someone else here. Okay, I think they got whatever they came for. Right, so, no, or see, Yes, here in the African village. Yeah, walking along the road. So, Brother B, what's up? What, um, what's you and I? Hey, four 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 three three saying. Um, uh, we just had a meeting. You know, talked about a uh, couple of issues. Oh, oh yeah, that's why we late for uh, calling because we just uh, break it down. You know, but um, one other thing about, you know, the village or whatever was the water. I thought that was a nice spiritual, you know, aspect. I of it. Say, when we went to the, the river. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting back to you and I, business. it was, um, you know, we talked about a couple of issues that we uh, want to tackle. But um, we, we are uh, talking about, um, we put the, um, the information out there for the early bird special. You know, mm-hmm. the so the right, right. people bite on it, you know, we either get the the bus or this, you know, get some plane tickets, you know, you know, depending on the number of people. Right. The two ladies on the call were asking when those particulars were coming up and whether or not you would do an event page so that the group more or less could see, you know, how they are progressing in terms of people signing on. Yeah, there is an event page. Excellent. I'll get the details to you uh, soon or uh, tonight, you know. Yeah, no, I'll just go to it afterwards. Okay. So, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll tag you on it. Well, great. Excellent. We, um, you know, here's what I say just so that we can alleviate, even though we were anticipating and Still, the Abba has 20 minutes, <laughs> but the, um, you know, festivals move as they do. You might have noticed that when you were here, Brother B, that there's a different passage of time in 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 Oyotunji, something else for sure rules here. And uh, the goddess, of course, uh, are Shun, Venus, uh, love, harmony, our sexuality, our sensuality, our charisma, all of that. Uh, the diva of 
Yeah, the diva of the Arisha um, is being celebrated, and uh, she has called her people to the river, and uh, there are many, many beautiful rituals done in the river. All the Arisha, the pots, and everything is down there with the people, and we, we've seen it done in Atlanta, but of course, down here, just right over on the next road is what these people in South Carolina would say, right over there on Bailey Road, where, where they go, and I'm sure by now, lighting candlelight and so forth. And that's the way she chooses to be celebrated, sometimes sunset in South Carolina low country. And so the Abba, you know, we were teasing the Abba earlier. We said, sir, okay, because uh, he told me something he had to do on Sunday night. <laughs> and I said, sir, do you know how long we've been trying to get you on the program now? And we said, oh, that's right. Yeah, really. <laughs> and so he, and we called him just a moment ago, the chief McKinney called him. And, but I know how with the drums and what goes on down there, it's easy to get swept up in the culture. But um, you all will also have a presence at your Juneteenth, which is coming up before, um, yeah, before uh, you make the pilgrimage here. And so what do we have to look forward to? I've been seeing Brother Lion has sent some things by, you know, and, and I'm moving so fast. But I was trying to pay attention. Was it saying something in particular that UNIA 433 is doing in the Juneteenth celebration? Um, yeah, we're going to be uh, leading the parade again this year with the arts and culture um, committee. So, you know, we're going to have, you know, people dressed up, you know, along with us with our uh, T-shirts or whatever. But mm-hmm. at the uh, at the 19th place, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to be passing out flyers or whatnot. But after, like, we're going to have, like, a tent, you know, somewhere in the park. Right, so that's what we should note is UNIA 433 has a 10 at Juneteenth. And, um, you know, earlier Sister Goodness was speaking about... uh, You got to find us, though. We're not going to be on on the major strip, you know. (laughs) Are you there, Brother B? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Mhm. We were saying that um, I wanted to just uh, move to Channel 20 and what's progressing with that because that's such a harm. I want you to speak, even though we can't get it. I'm still convinced that there is a way for that wonderful history and wisdom that is being shared with all of those uh, shows that community produces for those of you that don't live in cities that uh, can take the kind of action that our community has taken in Buffalo to say, that's right, we can film videos of various things, and we do. And uh, it's just fantastic uh, to watch some of your shows. Tell us a little bit about uh, that. Comedic Ascendant? Yeah, yeah. We got a a couple of um, black producers here in Buffalo who do shows about local events and about, like, black history, social, you know, social uh, um, justice and all that. But um, we have a couple of producers. Uh, me and Brother Kamal, you know, we show clips of some of the elders who, you know, gave us a lot of information, like Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben, uh, 
Khalid Muhammad, Ivan Van Sotima, um, you know, there's all types of people. Mary Rock Crazy. Um, Dr. Clark. I mean, you have so many people in your library. At the very least, we have to figure out a way that people can order these wonderful DVDs. You know, I told you when you made them for me that, that, you know, I would just be watching them because of the cultural diversity and and just the thickness of education. You know what I'm saying? As you were speaking, I was just thinking, you know, do we even get how powerful that is? Because that channel to me is just pure. It's just pure. It's not dumbed down. It's not washed. It's not bought. (laughs) It's we doing our story, choosing whatever part of that rich culture or history we choose to share to say, you know, hey, did you know? (laughs) Hey, you should watch this. You know, like the History Channel does, really. And... um, I appreciated it. I just want to say for those that have not traveled to Buffalo that may listen to our show, Sister Queens, Rise and Shine, um, this is the way you rise and shine because they say, you know, without knowledge, of people perish. You know, you don't know where you've been. How can you even stare where you're going? And so the richness uh, to have that and even, you know, it's just something positive for um, people to look at in a time when that's a choice. You can remain with all the negativity <laughs> or you can choose to fill your soul with something better, even if it is through the machines, you know, this machine world. Yeah, yeah, because uh, YouTube has a lot of knowledge on it. We have some of our shows on YouTube. Yeah, you, know, you gotta decipher from the the BS and the knowledge, you know. Right. I I think you drop some of the names of the shows so that people will actually look them up, brother. Um, you have a doctor named Akbar, the power of education. Hmm. Um. What else? What else? Oh man. This is, yeah, I put this you on so the Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And we'll have to follow up, and because that wonderful inventory I looked through, I was just checking off, checking off. He was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> it'll take me some time to do all of these." What's the other one? Um, Tony Browder, African Origins of Metaphysics. Hmm. Um. Uh, Claire Mohammed. Police brutality. No, it's a whole bunch of Yes, yes. There's many, many, many. And then Brother Kamal, we're certainly going to try to put forth, you know, some of his, which are on YouTube as well. Thoughts and Visions, I think, is his channel on on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the name yeah. of our channel is Comedic Ascendant. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so you should look for these uh, these good works by the brothers in Buffalo. I tell you, soldiers built uh, to be sure. Uh, you never know what you might find on YouTube, but there are some very, very um, wonderful documentaries and uh, 
just, uh, as we said earlier, cultural diversity uh, that's represented there. And for everything you're going to see on YouTube, I'm telling you now, there's an amazing library collection that these brothers have put together. And um, we just appreciate appreciate that effort again. Look for the – tell us the title of the um, the – uh, pilgrimage to Oyotunji. Is it just that? Is it is it UNIA pilgrimage to Oyotunji, or what is it for the PAGA July Fourth weekend? It's um, uh, what is it? Pilgrimage from Buffalo to Oyotunji. That's right. Right, from Buffalo to Oyotunji. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yep. Yeah, check that out on Facebook. We're gonna get it and share it. Um, who knows, you know, maybe it'll be right an now. actual caravan. Y'all might drop through Baltimore and pick some of them brothers up. They're always right. ready to come down to Oyotunji, you know what I mean? And I know you have various chapters of UNIA, uh, and we didn't get to talk about that. We're closing in on time. I said, well, just give me 15 minutes. So, again, they've gotten carried away out there. But, um the uh, UNIA has chapters in all different cities um, across America, and this is a very key thing that uh, we looked at. I'm sure the chief and we have so much uh, uh, news and things to catch up on tomorrow, but we were trying to say that you all had been in contact with other chapters, Ohio, uh, Philadelphia, I don't know, um, how is it looking on? How can we assist that, I guess, is what we're saying. Now that it has a uh, a Facebook event page, I'm sure, you know, it's easy just to tag those cha- uh, chapters in, in the actual uh, event, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to, um, you know, keep talking to our other members, you know, in the different uh, divisions So and chapters so we can all get a better response by Juneteenth. Right, and you said something about the national conference because we were really trying to place the emphasis on whether or not, you know, UNIA would be like the core group of the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly itself, really, you know, just nationally bringing that heartbeat. So, again, um, we've had a festival this weekend. This was a conversation we would do actually to have ever since last Tuesday. And uh, however we come up and out of the festival tomorrow, we're going to try to uh, get that FaceTime where we can actually have that conversation. But we're looking forward to it, to say the very, very least, as we're uh, moving toward the close of of the show this evening, that um, UNIA, for those who don't know, a group coming out of the Garvey movement, Marcus Garvey, the Honorable Marcus Garvey. And, you know, at, at its core, I'm sure, like uh, the Black Panthers or other groups that came along that uh, some of us hear the history of all the time and others of us don't hear the history of it at all. Uh, Pan-African, what I like about it is that pagan, and even on our brochure now it says the pagan network, because I don't really think that people equate the energy of what being self-sufficient will do, not being at the that's that's at the heart of Pan-Africanism. Be self-sufficient. As my grandmama would say, don't be beholden to nobody. 
Don't be beholden to nobody. It's not necessary. God gave us, with our birth inheritance, everything, everything that we need to live and live well, live well. And so we hope in uh, some of these events that we have spoke on this evening, uh, Juneteenth celebration there in Buffalo, the Ancestral Festival uh, down here, Memorial Day weekend, that same weekend camp reggae up in the mountains of Tennessee on that historic ridge, Sassafras Ridge. I think it's a community. I don't even know, but there was a time somehow or another the ancestors saw to it that all of the residents of that mountain would be people of color. One of our Yapri, she built a retirement home up there. Uh, and so they all have adjoining properties in this amazing, amazing amphitheater there in the mountains. So um, that's Memorial Day weekend. And then, um, as we said, the Juneteenth, and then we move to the 4th of July weekend, the Festival of Ifa, the destiny itself, and it shares the PAGA, which we look forward to seeing this wonderful caravan, another return 360 from the Buffalo soldiers that came uh, somewhere there in the early 70s, or Yutenji was founded in 1970, so they arrived short, shortly thereafter and, and remain here, as we heard from the Chief uh, McKinde this evening, and... Um, you know, on into the year, we uh, are going to be doing our footwork and groundwork. And did I? Maybe you came on the call later, Brother B. We're actually going to do the Four Tribes for Peace on the mountain where you stayed in North Georgia. Okay, yeah, I said, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. That what is, is the really what you talk about? What's Four Tribes? That's um that is the time of year that my father uh ascended the fall equinox in September. Okay. It's uh, the festival date is the twenty second through the twenty fifth. But my father ascended like right in that midnight hour between the twenty first and the twenty second. And uh, so the Oludoyes are going to be paraded. That's where uh, Hayagungun is going to be celebrated. We have, oh, my goodness, so many vendors, a tea house and Ancestor Alley and DJ Floyd Wahid from Precise Science out of Baltimore. That's why I said them brothers out of Tubman, you know. They got yeah. it. They got the baton passed to them from the last poet's boo. They don't get it. don't get no better than that. We had the last poet here last year, matter of fact. I think that was the PAGA he came to. And so, yeah, they passing the baton to these brothers precise because okay. they been yeah, dropping yeah. it like that for real. So, um, yeah, we, um, we even have... Um, uh, a Bernie uh, campaign person. Of course, we hope he'll be the the nominee by then. But uh, yeah, out of Chattanooga, some good people are coming. Um, it's just going to be a, an opportunity to celebrate our diversity. And, uh, you know, we contend that we all get along if we just really see each other for who we really are, and we respect that. Just, just, you know, that's the way to do it. You know, it doesn't have to be all of this, what you did this. You know, it doesn't have to be all of that. It can be for the sake of our children moving forward that we don't have to do life with so contentious 
about it, you know, and that that says a lot, you know, all all persons on the phone, we know that we each know, of course, what America is built on, and so we can tell here in the village that it's no small thing to to even begin to turn that around or to shape shift that, but obviously that is the time that we're living in now. Um, you know, clearly, <laughs> anybody that can't see that, they're just out here asleep, that uh, definitely we're going to have to turn a corner. I think that's the heart of why I like Bernie Sanders, because, you know, he's about the revolution, political, yes, move the corruption, get it done. You know, somebody pay attention to the people. And uh, we've seen him, we want to salute that campaign for just even acknowledging the Native Americans that live on this soil. You know, I don't think I've ever, in all of the campaign, presidential campaigns I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen candidates running for president go to the reservations. That just never happened. I wonder if people know that. That's probably why I have to speak that, <laughs> because look it up, <laughs> Google it. No, that's not happened, you know. They just leave those people out there on those reservations. I've been to one, so I know the ghetto that they leave for them. So as we close, anything that you, any of our uh, listeners want to say, we apologize in advance here for uh, His Royal Majesty Adifumi II. It's, it's the festival of Ashun. That's how we'll leave that right there. Cool, doing Ashun, the mother of culture, all uh, that we've been speaking of this evening, how we how we do things in the refinement and the culture of our people. So, Brother B, thank you for joining us, Sister Goodness. Thank you for joining us, uh, Sister Kashika. Yes, all of all yeah, of those God. even. Yeah, because we had a couple that didn't make it in. Um, our our beloved kindred of the European people there in Florence, I think, he said, uh, we had a, a nice, uh, nice, nice evening. Some nice people showed up in the room. I thank you all for coming to Sister Queen's Rise and Shine where we uh, we take on the conversations waiting to be had, I think is the way we'll close this show. Brother Ken, thanks to you so much in these last few minutes. So please tell us, what else does Queen Mother for Real Blog Talk Radio have coming up? Okay, Tuesday evening. Well, it was a good show. I learned a lot, uh, Queen Mother. Uh, on Tuesday evening, 7.30, at Black Urban America, and... And Black Urban America focus on uh, uh, political, uh, uh, culture, as well as behavioral issues and, uh, in, in, in the black community. On Thursday evening, we have uh, this couple uh, who also are authors. Uh, they're from uh, Texas um, with Daryl Monique Freeman. Uh, their show is uh, Superior Power in, in, in mm-hmm. Black America. Which which tries to organize and network uh, black businesses across the country. Uh, on Saturday evening from eight to nine, uh, a brother from Philadelphia, uh, Carl Sneed, uh, he deal with social behavior in the black community, and he's also a poet. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, and you have your beautiful self on uh, Sunday evening from seven to nine. And, and all the people you know around
around the country. It'd be a, this would be a great platform for them to come on every week to discuss the, the spirituality, uh, our, 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 uh, our importance of, of thinking outside of traditional behaviors. And because uh, the Western behavior is not, let me say this, I'm going to say this real now. Western society may not be our society. Uh, we have to think of alternatives <laughs> as we okay. move on into the 21st century. We have these millennials coming up, and a lot of these millennials are looking, thinking outside the box. Even though most of us get drawn in in the subliminal, subliminal messages, uh, in the music, and and and, and, it's music. True. and it's up to the elders. Matter of fact, Golly and I used to uh, talk a lot about how can we uh, 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 get people to think in the alternative and culture. And Pan Africanism does that. It's not Pan African does not only deal with American society. Pan African deals with Black folks around the globe. Okay, okay. Our local uh, Queen Mo for real media is the globe. And red, black, and green is right there in the middle. So, um, so that's the show for next week. So, on that note, I guess this is another weekend. I look forward to the next week.